Podcast. Look Yo. here, we deserve we deserve the week off, but you know we we got too many people in our. Hey, ear. the people. Hey, the four people was on us. It was like three and a half of them. Like, hey man, what about that man? What's what going on? The big four was asking for it. It was. <laughs> it, 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 they was like, hey man, hey. So we ain't got no pod this week. I'm like, like, man, you got to get the people what they want. Hey, it was a close call because it's been it's been a long it's been a long week. Irk and Jerk Pie episode number six, six, six. six. We hey. almost we almost the double digits. We getting there. We on the other side of the, the hill coming down. Hey, you know what they said, right? <laughs> Never would have made it. <laughs> Woo, I I it. Never would have made it. Okay. I know that yeah, came out man. after 1998. So, <laughs> hey, I know that one. That was like 2001. <laughs> I was still, I was still on the precipice of my heathenism. Uh, but um, no, nah, man, we uh, we needed, we needed some time. We needed some time to. Yeah, this was, a, this was a good weekend. Yeah, Memorial Day weekend jumped off. Mm-hmm. What you do, bro? Hey, we went out to the poolside. Shout out to Carmen and Doug. I know they don't listen to the pod, but we got the uh, the fan bam. We was out there. Uh, they got a pool. It make you want to get a pool when you see a pool in the backyard. I wouldn't want to keep it up. Me jealous. Ah, I did. I hit you up. I'm like, hey, y'all should be here. This could be. This could be you, but you yeah. playing. Y'all playing out there in the snow. We play. We still put the full, full court press on Adrian. To, I mean, to get on up out here, but. We gonna it's, work. It's we gonna a, continue we, to work. It's an uphill battle, but yeah, we we spent time over there. We did a little karaoke. We did a lot of eating. They brought the smoker over. We did that, and I just been chilling. I just been chilling. I ain't gonna hold you up. Been doing a hey, lot man. of drinking. Uh, I mean, I'm in detox right now. A little detox for, detox for my fan, my my uh, my liver, my my kidneys, all of that. Trying to flush that out. Got a lot of water going on. Usually, I drink before the pie, but. I ain't do that either because I'm getting myself together. It's hey, weekday. Yeah. It's a weekday pod. Hey, I'm on vacation, week. baby. What you talking about? This is every day of the weekday. Go back to I got to get back to work after this. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, we're recording out. on a different day. We are, It's a hot Wednesday instead of the weekend. Hot Wednesday. I'm mm-hmm. glad you uh, got a chance to... Uh, ticket for the uh, Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. You had some pool action. You know, I, I did too. Uh, rooftop pool action uh, in, our, in our apartment building. Did so, the kiddo uh, get in the pool? Got a chance to take Zoe up. Get up and get up in the pool. Put a little floaty on. It was like she 80 actually degrees. got in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You That's know, good. we do swim That's lessons good. with her. That's I mean, good. swim is a is a loose term a when, you're, term, when you're not yeah. even two years old yet. It's really mm. splash class. Is what, it is, <laughs> what they charge you for and up and down, but it's cool because you get them used to the you get them used to the water. And mm-hmm. I think it's, I think you know not to get very too, important. It's very important, especially for like African Americans to um get used to you know different sports and getting in the water and getting pools. I know you know how to swim. I My know thing is how how black people are so big and bad, but you gonna die from water. It just never make no sense to me. It never's made sense, but it's it's so many of my cousin. She we took her upstairs and she's like, and my cousin's 35. And she's like, 
She, I'm not getting in that water. And she said, I'm scared of the water. And I said, how did this happen? She was like, who was putting me in? You know, she had a single mama. She's like, not that that's an excuse, but I'm just saying. And she's like, hey, she's like, she never put me in the water. And I was just like, man, I'm like, I'm so glad my parents, you know, took us out to different, mm-hmm. um, different spots and got us. You, I don't know how to swim. I know how to doggy paddle. And I know how you to can just stay alive. I can I'm I can move around in deep, deep, deep waters. I've done it my once whole you get life. past if you say if you if you six feet tall, seven mm-hmm. feet of water, you underwater. So yeah, everything past six six uh feet in one inch, you underwater. So six feet to to a hundred feet, you in the same water. Just keep just stay calm. Mm-hmm. And move your hand and move around and doggy paddle and float and you know unless you to catch a current <laughs> yeah <laughs> not a current different the ocean yeah, different and i yeah, do say know. i love i love swimming and when i went on my honeymoon i went snorkeling and just down underneath with all the, the beautiful fish but that current when you getting back to the beach it hit different you can swim with all your might going backwards that's tough that's tough. i is. think i'm gonna uh, take a swimming lesson at some point in mm-hmm. the next in the next year or so because it's just it's something it's something i need to not it's one of those things i need to knock out need to knock out and get it done yeah so you can actually um, swim proper so i didn't eat a lick of barbecue how not, you do that where your ma'am, black card at let me go man, ahead and swipe go ahead one. and snatch it brother because i you know we moved i got rid of my old barbecue i had to get rid of my old barbecue pit and you know here you can only use a a, a gas grill so i had to buy a new gas grill mm-hmm. and i just I was so tired. Oh shoot! I was tired because uh we went to the uh cold we went to a Coldplay concert. Okay, how um, was Coldplay that? was here all weekend, bro. Co- it was cool. Okay, so so it's Coldplay and who you got? You got to let Co- people know. Oh, yes, Coldplay and her. Mm-hmm. And her, her was her was nice. It was enjoyable. Um, she's got a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this time next year, if she has an album, she'll probably be headlining her own tour. And it was funny because there were certain people who just came out just to see her. Mm-hmm. And then dip. They was like, all right, good show. <laughs> and he think about Coldplay. Coldplay got sold 200 million albums. Hey, they got, I didn't realize they had that big of a catalog. And I, full yeah. disclosure, I'm not a cold, I wouldn't, you would, I'm not a Coldplay fan. I don't dislike them. I just, I wasn't somebody who was super familiar with their music, uh-huh. but it was still a highly enjoyable, super energetic concert. And I, you should have seen me at the concert because I'm like, I'm shazamming lyrics, <laughs> trying to figure out the pace of the song and figure out what they're talking about here. And I'm like, okay, this is the energy. This is the high rock joint. I said, mm-hmm. okay, this is the ones you need to be drinking to at the crib by yourself. And I'm like, man, they go from energy, 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 drink, 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 energy, 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 drink, 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 drink. I said, oh, okay. You know, that's by design. They was like, we got to keep, we got to keep mm-hmm. go up, down, up, down, keep the, uh, keep the pace of the show. But um, no, that was, it was dope. Um, so I'm right around the corner from where the concert was at here in Soldier Field. So it was just so mm-hmm. much so many people around. Ah, I knew it. I, I, I tried to sneak <laughs> it in there. I was just saying yeah. it for uh area purposes, not the not the flexology mm-hmm. of the situation. Right. Um, but no, I'm blessed. I know I, I I'm not even gonna front, I'm blessed. But I just said it to say that they had three concerts in Soldier Field. Gee, that's like 150,000 people. That's a Man, lot that's of people. Money, money. That's money, money. And I heard, mm-hmm. and I heard Chris Martin say, "Oh, you know, Chicago's one of my favorite cities. I love you all so much. I would too, if I'm getting all that <laughs> guap <laughs> from, from one from one city. 
one city three days are you kidding me must is mm-hmm. that's a beautiful thing hey my my man that's all i gotta say my man but um that, yeah. no yeah didn't get a chance to get no barbecue after that concert so i had a puerto rican memorial day and you and, told me about this meal what was it because it so, sounds interesting so i had three I, I bought three different things i bought a hiburrito i bought some mofongo mm-hmm. and i bought some arroz con gondolets okay so he told you he was gonna that have some, like an african meal See, we told you he's gonna have just a little bit of a uh, little bit of Spanish, Spanish in every yeah. in every episode. So the first one, the Hiburrito, is a, a smash plantain sandwich with steak, onions, lettuce, and tomatoes. Uh-huh. It is amazing. It's just amazing. I've had a few of them over the years. Uh-huh. Just outstanding. Mofongo is mashed plantains to make it look like uh, kind of like mashed potatoes almost into a ball, and then uh-huh. it has some steak on the side of that. And the arroz con gondolas is rice and pigeon peas with um, chopped up pork in it. So, what? Um, you don't need yeah, peas, man. man. You don't know who love a pea. Love a pea, brother. Love a pea. Okay, yeah, wait, yeah. Give me some pea. You know what? So, uh, shout, out Puerto Rican, pea, shout out to my Puerto Rican. Shout out to my Puerto Rican, my Puerto Rican friends. All one of them who's listening. <laughs> um, who knew exactly what I was talking about. Uh, he wanted the fort man. That's twenty five percent of our audience, baby. Right there. When I was talking about that mufongo, they love it. They love it. That's uh, that's one of the, that's one of the dope meals. But um, uh, please believe uh, we gonna come back with a vengeance uh, once this barbecue pit uh, mm-hmm. gets built. Whenever this week, because it was gonna get done today, but now nah, that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, so, you know, it's after the holiday. You got to dude. I can't even tell you I'm gonna do it together. for the fourth of July because I might be. I might be. Uh, I'm. I'm trying to see if I can get out of here and. And uh, uh, get get to Dallas for the fourth. We'll see. I, I'm Have not you gonna... seen them prices? I looked up prices to go back to Detroit. That thing said five hundred forty-one dollars one way. How many people? One. Oh no. Oh no. Bro, you tripping? You might as well go ahead put some put that uh, propane on that gas tank. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> hey, <man. laughs> hey, this is how they this look sound like my sound like my dad. This is how they get you. This is how they get you. Mm-hmm. This is how they get you. Because if you're me, right? I haven't been on a plane since 2019. <laughs> Fam. Hey, yeah. It's 20, it'll be it's 2022 right now. Mm-hmm. I ain't been on a plane. I ain't been nowhere. You've oh, been no. in uh Chicago. Just been in Chicago. Area. Just been in Chicago, and I left one, I left one day. Wisconsin to take care of some kidney business. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And that's it. Oh, no, I take that back. I lied. I, lied. I went to Detroit. I definitely yeah. went to Detroit once. Y'all, y'all um, drove that. That's an easy drive. Yeah, that's a uh, well, yeah, yeah. It was an easy drive. Oh, it's an easy drive for you. Well, no, because we took Aiden to, to Houston a few times and he can make, he can make, he drove, we drove to Alabama. Well, no, the ride is easy, but you got to pack up so much stuff. You that's, do. That was the, that was, that was my first trip. That wasn't, you know, just throw some drawers in a bag and keep it moving <laughs> and sleep on a couch somewhere. You got to get, you know, you got to get it fancy. You got to, yeah. you got to get, um, you got to go ahead. You got to get, you know, changing tables and, uh, yeah. what the hell you call Traveling it. With kids are just, it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot going on. It's, it's, y'all, you yeah, actually got to stop. Yeah. You got to figure it out. You got to let them, st- it's, it's too much. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it's too much. I'm just saying it's totally different. Then when it's just like, oh, let me just get in the car and then bust a quick move. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm looking forward to uh the ne- my next trip. I know my next book trip is uh 
in September when the family and I are going to uh, Disney World. Yeah, so, um, buddy. I'm super looking forward to that in September. So I definitely know um, I'm going somewhere. Well, it should be two. Hmm? A two-year-old at Disney World. A two-year-old at Disney World who wants to fall out. But, oh, know. man. It's fall out sick. We're going to sound like, if we keep going, we're going to sound like old. Yeah, we're old daddies. Let's we go old. ahead and keep it moving. Speaking of old, somebody ah. got somebody somebody got older. My man. Hey, your boy had a birthday yesterday. Happy, and happy birthday again, my brother. Blessings, blessings the, to you. Blessings the, uh, to you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad you know you here. Um, we wasn't supposed to make it past 25. Mm-hmm. Jokes on you. We still, still alive. alive. Yep. We still, <laughs> we still here. We strong. We survive it. No, man, I'm I'm just glad you was able to um, you know, enjoy another birthday and, and celebrate uh-huh. life and love with your family, you know. Um mm-hmm. hopefully on the next birthday, maybe I might be down there to hang out with you. But um no, tell COVID me. About what, COVID ruined it? COVID ruined my 40th. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to be in Jamaica, and you know, that that didn't happen. And this year we still trying to we me and the wife had a conversation. She was like, When did COVID start? And I was like, like March. March of 2020. A thousand years ago. Yeah, That's March of 2020. And she was like, dang, it's been two years. And I'm like, man, that's two years. We ain't never getting back. So, um, but no, we we Memorial Day usually fall around my birthday. My birthday was on Tuesday, the 31st. So we just kind of did stuff during the weekend. I don't really celebrate my birthday like that no more. Um, it comes, it comes way too fast now. They just stacking on each other. I don't look my age, but I got experiences to let you know. I, uh, your boy, forty-one years old. Man, you so, don't look a day over thirty-nine. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I get that all the time, except from the wife. Wife like you, an old man. I'm like, nah, babe. When I when I when I step out this door, your boy is twenty-eight, baby. Don't nobody hate on you like the ones you love. Oh man, she hate on me like none other. But it's all good. My knee is forty-one on the dot. Fam. So, Man, man, oh man, Here my, we go. my sciatic man, nerve is 41. Old man, talk with these knees. <laughs> I had to I, go for a walk today. Me and Major Payne out of uh, my dog is out of shape. He get damn. back breathing all hard. How the dog end up out of shape? The dog don't major? go nowhere, he is a house dog. Like most dogs like to go outside and stuff. Major Payne go pee and come. He be at the door in three seconds. Like, let me in. I'm not outside. It stink out here. Why well, I don't want to smell like the outside. This is this is him. He don't like it. He ain't no outside dog. I put him on the chain. He calling dog protective custody out on me <laughs> if he out there for more than five minutes. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, he is uh, a pamper pooch. Oh man, I gotta see Major Payne again, man. Nah, man, me, that dog. He getting old though. I said if we get another dog, we're not getting no puppy. We need something. He's what? On he's eleven now, I think. Mm-hmm. We need that. We need that. He chill. He in the other one right now, chilling. Puppies don't chill. He chill. When I first met Major Payne, he was four, and he was not the dog he is now. He used to jump on the back of the couch and everything. Now he like, nah, we chilling. I see you when you're done with the podcast. But yeah, I want to give a shout out to my 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 buddy, my number one, my ace. Oscar sent us some some so okay. So I got to tell the whole story. I go get some mail that's sitting at the door on Friday, and it's a box. 
And I'm thinking it's my wife's box. So I'm getting it. And I'm like, look, hold on. It's my name. So I'm like, what did I order? I ordered so much stuff. Maybe it came, it came FedEx that I didn't know. So I opened it up and I'm like, oh, these are shirts. Thanks, babe. She was like, I didn't buy them shirts. And I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe my grandma hit me with the uh, shirts. And then, so I, I, shoot, I shoot a text to some, for Nana. Because Nana, the number one fan. Shout out she, to Nana. She was like, nah, I didn't see them, baby, but them show some nice shirts. So I'm like, okay, I'm on the phone with Keith showing him the, the, the um, shirts. And I'm asking him, did he do it? Did, he, did my sister do it? She didn't do it. My wife didn't do it. So I'm like, okay, I don't know who did this, but, you know, maybe when I ordered the Irk and Jerk uh, picture, maybe he sent it. That's all I was thinking. So I'm looking at my fiber, thinking that happened. Nobody fessed up to it. Insert my boy, Oscar Martinez. He hit me with a text and was saying, hey, you got to, um, you going to get a package in the mail. Uh, let me know when you get it for your birthday. And I thought he was just playing. I blew that text off. He texted me this morning and said, hey, did you get the T-shirts? And I'm like, oh, my boy. My man sent them T-shirts. I it ain't nothing but love, man. My home, my homie, he one of the ones, man. He go to bat for me. He always been down for me. He's he the person who said, I will punch a shark for you. I don't know how we was on that conversation. Uh, but he said this morning, I couldn't, I couldn't punch a shark, so I bought a t-shirt. My boy, shout my out man. to Oscar, my man. You know what? Oscar's a cool dude. Oscar's a cool dude. I thank you first, first off. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, get that, get that in the mail. Uh, <laughs> coming soon. Herc and Jerk Pod merch. Yeah, get ready. Man. It's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a whole thing. But yeah, shout out to Oscar, man. It it's always good to have good people in your life, and yeah, that that's yeah. my boy. Yeah, you gotta have you. It's you gotta have people who are willing to pour into you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and um, we'll it's get support. we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there to the point where we were selling them, selling the merch, and you know, people uh-huh. want, people want to rock. We gotta get on YouTube it. first. We got a little baby steps. <laughs> you on YouTube <laughs> yet? Yeah. You on YouTube yet? Blessings on I can blessings. Keeping control of them numbers when I can see it on YouTube. I don't know who listening to what right now. Hey man, blessings on blessings. Okay, we going <laughs> we going from t-shirts to your new to your newest blessing, brother. Ah um, yes, yeah. Let the, let the people. I mean, it's it's a, it's a Vinny type it of pie, brother. It, it's out there now. You went from swimming to your birthday to a box of t-shirts. To, I you did. Hit us. I what's did. next, brother? Go ahead. Hey, so. Um, my, my journey, my journey is long and arduous, uh, from being in Texas. I'm not going to go into the whole thing, but, um, I came down here with nothing. I I didn't come down here with a job. I just came down, um, because my community didn't have the support anymore. I don't know if you heard about Detroit and the the recession, but it hit us hard. So I just got on up out of there. Didn't have no job or nothing. So, you know, I, I struggled for a while. Uh, getting getting my myself together, but um, <clears throat> we're here now. But uh, last year, I tried to start a you know a hot shotting company with my friend. It didn't really work out, but it was more of um, it it was working. But I didn't want to 
be away from my family. I had a young family and I was gone for like 15, 16 hours a day. Mm. It just, it just wasn't really, really working for me. So I ended up uh, having a sciatic nerve pinch. And that was the first time in my life, my body failed. And I had never felt that old in my life. I couldn't walk. I couldn't sit for almost a month. I'm like, this is what really people go through, like health issues is the whole thing. So uh, I know I couldn't do the truck no more because I couldn't even sit down. And, you know, I was driving for 16, 17 hours and that, that was just a little rough. So I ended up getting a job, but the job wasn't in Dallas-Fort Worth where I live. It was in Colleen, which is like two and a half hours away. I had been out there for for three, three and a half months. Uh, just coming home on the weekend. So I ended up getting a job uh, recently and they reached out to me. I applied for this job back in December and they reached out to me in March. And I've been going on this long journey of, of interviewing for the last two months. And I got a, you know, a job job. Like this is a career job. So um, that, that was always important because that's what I came down here for college grad couldn't really find nothing back at home but then i came here and i i'm one of them people and and this is almost like a thing where i was one of the people who picked a major that ain't gonna get you no money so i had to take <laughs> that long stroll that long stroll because there's a lot of us out there everybody can't be a doctor lawyer or use them them uh degrees that you actually can can use or or become a plumber or electrician where those those skills translate to a job what I did, you know, and really, really translating. So that can be almost a story for my son. Like, hey, you're picking something that's gonna make some money. Don't be going there. Going, you ain't going. You're no theater. You're no theater major. That wasn't my major, but you're not gonna be a theater major. No, <laughs> no, no. We can, we can waste that. We can, we can spend that money on something else. You can do theater at the house, <laughs> like going to McDonald's when you were a kid. We got McDonald's at home. We got theater at home. That's so, funny. but definitely, um, I work for. Dallas Independent School District now. Um, I've been doing what I've been in logistics for a minute, and and we in there now. And I always and I the reason why I wanted to to start a have my own work for myself when I was doing the trucking was and I said this on my posting on Facebook. I hate when people get to a certain level at work and can't pull nobody up. So what I so so my thing is if you say I'm a boss and I can make all this money, when do you get to the position where you can get somebody on? Because we don't we can't do that, but others can. Somebody cousin always at the job. Somebody always pulling somebody else up. But when can we get to the point where we can make decisions on getting somebody into a a job and so they can support their family? And that's what I wanted to do as a, as a small business owner, but my body didn't let that happen with that sector. Now I might, I might end up doing something else. I got a couple ideas I'm cooking on with the wife, but at the same time, I am a hiring manager now. So if you have the skills to be able to do something, if a job is open, I can, I can, you can be a candidate. I can get you in the door. Now, everything that you, you do after that, will be on you, but at the same time, given the opportunity. And when I was struggling, I never understood. Like, why, why, why you you say like people brag, like, yeah, I'm this, I'm this, I'm that. But 
what can you do with this, this, and that? And I feel I'm the right person, but they gave the wrong person this job because we about to be in this thing. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm very uh, blessed with that. Um, as my mama always say, favor ain't fair. Uh, one of the questions on the interview was, um, how would you, how would you handle somebody who felt that they should have had the job? How would you deal with them? And I told them straight up, like, if it was their job, we wouldn't have this conversation right now. And I said that in the interview, if we, if that person was qualified to do this job, you wouldn't be talking to me right now. So we'll have that conversation when I get there. But Dang. I'm I'm very I'm very upfront. I've always been um, pro like employees love me. But if that's what I'm gonna have to come into, I'm there now, and now you're dealing with my family. I got a whole son. You ain't about to get make no money out of uh, anybody take no food out of my son's mouth. So yeah. we'll have that conversation. Whoever he is, he's Tyrone in my head. So I'll talk to Tyrone when I get there. Tyrone. <laughs> So let me just let me just say this. First of all, um, congratulations on the new on the new job. First mm-hmm. and foremost, um, I know we talk, you know, two you know two and three times a day. So I'm one of the few people that's not your wife who know the um, the everyday the everyday struggles that you had to go through. You know, with the changing schedules, the hours, and more importantly, out of all of that. It's going days and days on end without being to um, hug on your son and hug on your wife. And, uh, you know, if you got if anybody who's listening and if you've got your family, just, you know, close your eyes for a minute and just imagine going, you know, days on end without being able to, you know, see your family, see the ones you love. And, I, you know, outside of people in the you know military who I'm sure deal with things like that on a more extended basis, it's 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 tough. And it's it's challenging and it's something, you know, I don't think I would want to, you know, deal with. Um, I'm fortunate enough to be able to work from home and, you know, help, you know, ra- raise my daughter. But when I'm not home, when I'm dealing when I'm dealing with dialysis or something like that um, and I can't be home, I, I get upset because I'm like, dang, I don't I don't want I don't want Adrian to, you know, be dealing with Zoe by herself. So mm-hmm. for, you know, for Tara to be, you know, deal with uh, Aiden. Um, all by herself. I know that would wear on you. You never mm-hmm. really necessarily said it. Yeah, in so shout many out, words. shout out to my wife. She uh, she held yeah. it down. She always held me down. Um, mm-hmm. I really appreciate her, her for that. When I came home on the weekend, she was straight hand aiding off like a quarterback to the <laughs> halfback. It was just like hike, and then hike I got the only. baby, and he she in the room. She in the close room. that door, baby. Yeah, I, and I and I was never mad at it. Couldn't you be mad? Mm-hmm. That's so, funny. You know, I really, I really appreciate what she did. She held it down all the time. Um, so yeah, shout out to my wife. Big ups, love you, love you so yeah. much. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, you, 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 you're a blessed, you're a blessed man, and um, and you got a blessed, you got a blessed future, blessed future ahead of you. This is a big, this is a big week. <laughs> this, <laughs> There's this a lot going on. And like, uh, like they said, in, uh, did you watch Seinfeld when it was on? Yeah, the summer of George. It's the week of any. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the summer of George, it's the week of any. You win, you yeah, win. Yeah, we're gonna we gonna get back to, to the schedule, regular schedule program. We're gonna, we yeah. gonna hit y'all again on a Monday, but 
it's just like a lot been going on the last couple of days. We couldn't really real life. Real life yeah, happens, yeah, and we yeah. gonna and we gonna we gonna we gonna talk about it because that's we gonna talk about what life is, mm-hmm. or when it's time for the for the bull jive, like whatever yeah, you about we, to talk yeah. about. Okay, so hold on. We we had about <laughs> we had, hold on. Let me see. Let me see exactly where we at. We had about a good good 25, 26 minutes. So we can put that in there. Like, hey, if you don't want the mushy stuff, if you want the bullshit, holler at 26 minutes. And we back at it. Because we had this conversation last week, right after we recorded the pod. Me, you, my wife, my sister. Had this whole conversation. Because somebody put on Facebook, and I'm going to tag her when we done, um, about women... Can a woman be in a friend zone? Mm-hmm. And she said that. And as soon as she put it, my my little spidey sense went off. Was like, oh, this podcast right here. We we sat on this one for a whole week. Yeah, about knowing what we're gonna talk about this because I feel men always get put in. The, we know we know the friend zone from Jump Street. Like mm-hmm. if a woman, I feel you. We spend the whole time trying to fight out of the friend zone. But women, I don't know if women understand their friend zone because men don't know how to technically put you in the friend zone. But we do. But we do it on the slide tip because a, a, a man will put you in the friend zone but still has sex with you. And that's our problem. We'll put you in the friend zone. But then we just we, we'll say, um. Uh, you know, I'm not ready right now. Oh, um, I, I got a lot at work. You know, I don't want to really pay attention to us right now. When 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 dudes say that and women don't understand, I don't know why he can't he can't juggle me and work. He don't want to juggle you. Use a friend. Use a whole friend. But we just don't know how to say, hey. I don't want. I don't want you to. Uh, I just. I don't want to mess up our friendship. He so wants to juggle you, just not in the way that you. Yeah, <laughs> and the dude to just do that, and then once he get what he wanted to get, you a friend, but you mm-hmm. trying to fight now because you didn't gave up the cookies. Now you trying to fight to be something else when it was you was just a friend, but he said you just a friend because that's where you at. But we, I, it ain't it ain't your fault. It's me and we just don't do it right. Because it's always a motive. We always got that motive at the end game. But afterward, and you can attest to this, and I might be messy saying it, but as soon as we, uh, it all makes sense. If that moment, moment of clarity is that moment of so, clarity. it is so pertinent. And then we will know if a woman, say if you, you know, you were your mid-30s, you want to see where you stand with a man, go ahead and do that. And as soon as he done and he get that warm rag, say, what are we? But you got to ask right then. And he will tell you everything you need to know right then. He this ain't a gonna, G-rated gonna podcast no and you talking about the warm rag. Hey, I told them to move the, move the, the 26 minutes because I'm in there, baby. So so that warm rag, you know, y'all know what the warm rag means. Somebody need to make a song about the warm rag. But you get that warm rag, say, hey, baby, why he wiping you off? What are we? And he'll tell you. He'll do that little S, that wipe on, wipe off. And he'll tell you, hey, this ain't that. You'll know then. But you got to ask him within that one minute because then it start getting blurry again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Just 
take the rest of the pod off, man. <laughs> you been on you on one. You want it's my you, week. You, <laughs> you 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 done threw up so many violations. I I don't even know where to start. So it basically, okay, so you want to fra- you phrase it as can women be put in the friend zone? It, the reality is this, basically what you're saying, because I'm going to translate for you. You know, I speak fluent womenese, uh-huh. so I'm going to help you out with that. What you basically just admitted <laughs> to, like, any female listener was just like, oh, dudes play games. Because the thing, because the thing is this, like when you want a female's friend zone and you're fighting to get in, get out of the friend zone, mm-hmm. once you're in, once you're out of it, you're probably good. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I've been one who has fought to fought from getting out of a couple years friend zone into a serious relationship re- relationship and more. Mm-hmm. So this is this is a grind that I'm all too familiar with. But once we're there, we're there. But with me and it's just like once we get to the cup, mm-hmm. you might stay around. You might not. So mm-hmm. I feel like you, you almost admitted that that, you know, that men play that men play games. I don't know if it's games, but I don't. It depends on the way you're at in the age. I don't know if we really. Some days I really don't know if we know how to how to make up our mind. This is why some days and you'll never hear me saying this twice that it's almost it's almost advantageous for a woman to hold us off as long as they do because mm-hmm. we got to see if if you know if the woman that we're with is worth the time. But like you said, if we get to that uh, 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 moment and we go, dang. It's almost like eating a McDonald's cheeseburger. Like, ah, that was cool. I don't think I, I don't yeah. think I want that again right now. Yeah, no, nah, I don't need it. I don't need I'm it. Good. I, I hate then, that I ate it. And then you be like, oh no. And then you just, it's the mm-hmm. oh no moment. Uh, mm-hmm. I move on because you know the baby batter on the brain. Just it, it, it can, it's 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 messed. It's caused men to go to wars, fight, and do anything else. It just, it's um. It's a chemical balance that only men really know how to articulate to each other. And a man you- will to to put this in the best perspective. And I'm gonna tell Nana, don't even listen to this episode. This episode, I <laughs> she can stop it at 26 minutes. But <clears throat> a dude, if you're watching porn and you do the do, as soon as you're done, this is the most disgusting thing you'd have never seen in your life. I'm like, That's why is this time. in my eyeballs? Like, get this out of here. But like 20 seconds before, this was like, this is what I I, I sat here for 30 minutes looking for this one. But as soon as I'm done, I'm like, what is this? Get this filth. Why away are from they me. on the ceiling? The ceiling. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> good part. Yep. That's it. All right. This is our last day on. On Spotify, Apple, <laughs> iHeartRadio. It's not. It's, this is not E for everybody. This is not E for everyone. Okay. Not at all. Not all at right. Continue. Continue. Continue, sir. But <laughs> yeah, it. like I said, um, women can be put in the friend zone. Um, as I read the the uh, post that this this idea came from, she said she's been in the friend zone before, but I don't think. I just think for a minute because. When I talk to my wife and you talk to to my sister, we ask them, "Have y'all been in the friend zone?" And they said, "No." I have been in plenty of friend zones, but my thing is, for every one friend zone somebody try to put me in, it's somebody else there. Like I don't sit in the friend zone. I'll be your friend all day, 
but you're not about to get no, we ain't going nowhere. We ain't going to no movies. You ain't getting no dinners. Like you're not getting stuff that you want to put me in the friend zone for. You can get a you can get a Facebook post, but I'm not about to deal with you if you I mean it just depends on what you what you're doing. Cause I got friends, I got female friends. I don't need I, I didn't need no more friends, friends. I didn't need no more female friends. It didn't because when you have you have certain friends, you got they they may want you to pay for stuff, they might want to go to the movies. You could be going to the movie with somebody who you actually trying to do something with. You're not about to waste my time because time was always worth more for me. That's mm-hmm. why the hit rate was so high. Yeah. I ain't about, I ain't about to be dealing with you, friend. Hey, friend. The, mm-hmm. using, that's see, why. That's why you can go, go oh, get you. Uh, hold, hold on. Let me get this rock. Let me get this off real quick. Mm-hmm. The first, the big, the first problem is this because we asked, we asked both our ladies, "Oh, you've been in the, you've been in the friend zone." It's the wrong f word. It's not friend. It's mm-hmm. f. <laughs> it's f u e a u. I ain't gonna say it, but you know what? I, y'all know what I'm trying to say. That's the difference. They all of them been in a situation with a guy where, oh, we don't know what's going on. What is this? Like you said, what are we? That's because you probably, and I'm not saying our ladies particular, but yeah, no, you no, probably no. gave up the cookies quicker than you wanted to. And now my man is like, oh, now that I ain't got it on my mind, I ain't got the batter on my mind. I can sit here and decide, do I really want to be with you? So don't call it the friend. Men, we're in the friend zone. Cause that's mm-hmm. the friend zone is real for women. I it's not it's not a thing for guys. I don't think the friend zone exists for guys. It's I just think it's, it's called something else for women. It, no, for women, it's the friend zone. For guys, it's the F zone. That's how I'm gonna say it. Well, no, I'm just saying, like a woman, they wouldn't know it's the friend zone because friend zone was created by them. Mm-hmm. Like they're the ones who they the ones who who kind of say, nah, you more of a friend. We more of you still deal with old girl? Like that's the it's the old girl. It's the old girl zone. Like, hey, what happened to old girl? Ah oh, man, you know, either she put me in the friend zone or oh man, old girl gone. Like it just ain't work out. Meaning we got to that point, she wasn't it. I moved on. So the old girl zone. The old girl zone. <laughs> and with that, I'm out. Yeah, we got we got to move on because I I just feel like I dig myself in the deeper hole. But other like Steve Harvey did a good job writing a book for women, like doing X, Y, and Z. I I feel mm-hmm. like I could write a book. I I I lay stuff out real simple, and you can use this stuff for life. And I ain't even an asshole like Kevin Smith, bless his soul. I ain't oh, an asshole like that. That's funny. So so here was my my small situation for the week just a thought and i ain't i'm not gonna i'm not gonna give too much too much time on it so i'm at the concert and i just see so many there was a lot of asian women there right Mm -hmm. well all of them were with white men not the white men with the you know you got to put the white men and that's just saying you know these just jokes but it made me think it's just like and they were all everybody's booed up and i'm saying man you never see an asian woman with a black man Mm. and it just and it made me stop to think and i'm like wow this is so deep and it brought me back to a conversation i was having with a uh yeah we can call her a friend from from years ago 
she was engaged. She's Asian. She was engaged to a white guy who I knew. He and I were friends at the time. Um, good dude. And she was just talking about um, before him, the boyfriend that she had. And he was a black dude. Mm-hmm. And he was, you know, she was like, you know, what about? She's like five foot two. And her man was like her her, her black boyfriend was a guy who uh, was probably like six, six. Hooped, though he played ball overseas and you know she's like oh yeah you know she was talking about him and she was getting when we were drinking and she's like yeah you know i did the black thing and i was like the black thing and i was just like oh is that i said that's how we talk about it where it was just like oh like he fulfilled a fantasy for her. you wanted to get you wanted to get your cheeks clapped by a black man mm-hmm. and you had a little fun with him and you know she said something like her mother came to her one day and she said, okay, it's time for you to get serious now with your life. You know, she had graduated from college and you know, you got your degree, you know, you're on your job, you know, you need to, you know, start getting serious with your life. So she, she dipstick my man, dipstick my man and got herself like a five foot eight white guy and then got engaged. And you just Mm -hmm. like, wait, what happened here? Big homie wasn't good enough to build a life with like, but he was, he 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 was good he was good enough to uh he was good enough to tap tap your soul tap on your soul mm-hmm. but he wasn't good enough he wasn't good enough to um marry and build a life with and then i started to think about it when you see asian women when you see uh hispanic women when you see arabic women they're always they're the number one for me they they always they're never with black men they're always with white men or you know, men of their own race. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, when do we become devalued, bro? It's just, I don't even know if it's devalued or I don't even know if we're taken seriously or we're just like these, you know, these Mandingo toy trophies that it's just like, oh, let me, you know, let me chop it off on my list. Like it was like, it's a, like a, uh, like a ride at Cedar Point. Like, Mm-hmm. Fam, like, what you know, we're worth, you know, I know we got the king, we're worth more than that king jokes out there, but you know, fam, we're worth more than that. And I don't know you, if you got thoughts on it, I, I'd love to hear it, but that just kind of, it just kind of, it kind of ticked me off when I see it. Well, I think it kind of goes hand in hand about our conversation last week about my wife saying, you get you a white man. Um, and I can see both sides of the situation because as black men, sometimes it takes us a little bit longer to get it together. Now, our black women will sit there and ride because they understand the struggle. But ain't nobody else riding with us like that. Ain't nobody else um, trying to let us figure it out. So when you see the... the um, the black man with a white woman or Hispanic woman. I don't think I've ever seen a black man with a, a Indian woman, just to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, a, a black man with, with a Russian woman or a, a Japanese right. or Asian, like you, like you're, you're not seeing that um, because they don't have that time and their, their parents and culture don't allow the time because they understand a woman's time is more valuable than a man in your, in their twenties. So they, they, because childbearing years, like the most healthiest is earlier. So 
you we got to figure this out. And and as like you can you can see like the dads and stuff. They they don't play. I dated I dated a Haitian woman. I dated a um a Jamaican woman, and they daddies was like he ain't got together get his ass out of there. And they both they both ended up telling me what their dad said. I was hurt at first, but as a dad now I understand it. So I don't I don't hold no gripes about it. But I feel that's the thing you really see. Um, black men of of wealth, they're the ones who you'll see with the, another another race before you'll see the common man with with somebody um, of another race. So I think that's kind of where it is. I feel it is what it is on this. I don't I don't um, hold no gripes just because I only date sisters, and I'm gonna hold that because they hold us down. I'm not gonna get on that again, but. My my sisters out there, um, your boy love you. <laughs> I used to love you. Remember when I used? Oh to yeah, no. Nah, now they all I know in the friend zone. They everybody yeah, in the friend zone. Shout out to my wife. Yeah, I just, I, it's just, it was a, it's just where I, it's where my head was at, and mm-hmm. just kind of, it, it, uh, it kind of, um, it kind of bothered me. But um, do you so? You know, so why does why does it bother you that that somebody else wouldn't wouldn't? Um, I I feel like I feel like it just I don't like feeling devalued. I don't feel like I don't like when the black man is less than. It's just mm-hmm. like it's like when I saw the when I it was like I was waiting in line and I saw these Asian girls, and I you know it was no that I don't know their lives. I don't know the, where they at. I don't know any of that. Mm-hmm. But it made me want to go. What what it is in your life that you can look at a black man and walk like don't look at them like they're something of value like like if you see a white if you see me (laughs) in some cargo shorts Uh and a button up Uh and then you see Tom in a white in in some cargo shorts and a button up Uh and you look at him and you go oh I might want to talk to him because he might have this 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 you don't know what the hell I got going on. But because I mean, I'm black, I'm devalued. You was a whole bum. Hmm? My man thought you was a whole bum. I mean, that's why I said we had on the same <laughs> outfit. See, there you go. It, 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 it comes back to the bum look. But you know yeah. what? It's just, yeah, that's, it, it, it's it's something that continues to bother me. This is just almost like, you know, something that we kind of, we, we grazed over when it's just like, when I'm walking somewhere and I speak to some, another black man or any, a man of any race. Uh-huh. Or and they don't speak. Well, first of all, if you're a black man and yes. a black man speaks to yes. you, and you don't speak. Talk your shit, fam. We're we. I get hot. I might. Che- I I'm might chest too. check you. Yeah. In the in the middle that. of the walkway, like don't if I that. say what's up and you don't hear me, I'll hit the bit. Ba- what's up, brother? You know, and he'll be like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, I didn't hear you. Yeah. But like I've done that to white men and they walk past they me. Keep walking. I don't understand. And they keep Can my walk- white brethren and sistering help me out. When people say hello or good morning, why do you have the audacity to ignore it? Do you, is it something? Is it something in your in your soul that you just can't hear cordial speak? Because this has happened to me so many times. Good morning, walk by. What the fuck? Yeah. Like it, it bothers me. You will never get a high from me again. But it bothers me because so many of my Caucasian brethren and sistering do that. It's like, what are you? What are you doing? Who taught you? Who raised you? Who raised you? Yes. Yeah, that's it. Who raised you? I don't like I said, it's probably a 
a, a bigger issue that we, we probably need to tackle on. A that needs to be a whole nother a podcast. A different podcast about the mentality of when someone speaks to you, oh, maybe you don't want to speak. Well, what, why? Or what yeah. makes you think you can walk by another human being and it's okay to ignore them? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what? Where's your Where's your mind at when something like that happens? It's 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 mm-hmm. it's insanity. It's just like I wasn't raised like that. When you speak, to, when you see somebody, you say hello, and then the older that you get and that you understand that there's racial dynamics to that, and it really can make you a bitter black person. Like I don't know. I, I mean, I'd have to, you know check with our lady contingency, which means our wives, you know, do you, when you speak, like, I don't feel like women go out of their way to speak to people like that. They don't, they, they don't. don't. I think it's a man thing. So let's mm-hmm. just, we, we can keep it to the man. So, you know, you know, men, it's, just, it's a man thing where you we just address our surroundings to know what I'm dealing with. Hello. Hello. When you see, yeah. some, when you see, you see somebody you speak. So this, it's just, it, it, it just, it's something that, that baffles the mind. I'm gonna be honest mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. That probably could have been my say what's on your heart. I hope I but probably we've been should. talking about that. Yeah, I make sure it's a purpose. The older I get, the more of when I see, and it's really us. I, I kind of speak to everybody now, but when it comes to a black man walking past me, I don't. I'm I'm a hundred percent. I'm I'm speaking. So I don't look really, up eye contact yeah, yeah, yeah. And, speak. and that's something I'm gonna teach my son like hey mm-hmm. hey you you gonna speak this is what you're gonna do so but but I felt so much especially in corporate America somebody walk past you in a minute and just keep it keep it moving when you say mm-hmm. good morning and that's always the last morning you ever getting from me <laughs> you ain't never you ain't never I'll make it a purpose to my not man. To your ass. I don't know I think we've uh yeah, this was gonna be this was gonna be a short one. We just yeah, want to we, get up people what they want. Yeah, we chirp, we chirped out our souls. Yeah, we 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 got we got enough off, we got enough off our chest. Yeah. Um, like I said, I think we that already was, we about 50 minutes in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so what's on your heart, brother? I guess that could have been what's on your heart. That was that's what's on my heart. I was thinking, uh-huh. I was searching in my mind. Did I have anything, anything that was lighthearted? And I really don't. So, uh-huh. you know, I'm going I'm to keep it, keep it, keep that as my say what's on your heart for now. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, you got, you got anything for say what's on your heart, brother? Um, I kind of, you know what? I don't, I talked the whole beginning of the show. I feel I, I'm in a good place right now. And I want to say that the mental health is real. Um, mm-hmm. I was in a funk and I am the person who you would never know how, how I'm dealing in my, when I'm in my head. Like when mm-hmm. people, when I tell people what really go on with me, they're like, "Wow, really?" And mm-hmm. you were just laughing and joking. It's because I can put on a mask, but um, mm-hmm. I am really in a good place right now, just with just with everything. I feel when I was gone, and and so you have to you have to see when I was driving all those months, I was gone from home eighteen hours. So I wouldn't see my wife and son, and mm-hmm. then when I was gone to, to Colleen for months. I wasn't seeing my wife and son. So all my wife and I could do was talk. We couldn't mm-hmm. see each other. Like it just, so our communication now is solid. So, but at the same time, I just wasn't in the, the right headspace and I'm in a good headspace now. So mm-hmm. I already know, like we about this pie about to take off. It's your job to get the production. And people say, you always post now. I like, cause I'm getting this thing out. Y'all don't get tired of me talking about some podcast. I got to get better. Yeah. 
Wait till tomorrow. You ain't got to work. You ain't got to do no better. You do the production, and all I do is sit here and post all day. As soon as you, all you got to do is hand that bitch off, and I take (laughs) it from there. (laughs) That's how it is every week. Hand it off. I got it. I, I didn't want to I didn't want to do it like this, but it just it kind of occurred to me. And, um, you know, if you want to put this as a say what's on your heart, let's just hit it. And I'm not going to get all into this because it's time to get a body here on mm-hmm. for a few different reasons. Mm-hmm. But um, since the moment we hit the record button on our last podcast, there have been three mass shootings in this country. Um, uh-huh. the, above, the one in Buffalo, mm-hmm. the one in California and the one in uh you in Day, Texas. Um, I, I don't even know. It, like I said, I didn't want to really start it, but that's what's on my heart right now. Uh-huh. It, it just, it, it pains me and I don't have any answers. And I know we need, I know we need change mm-hmm. in mental health. And I know mm-hmm. we need change in gun control. And I know if the people that we elected above us keep squabbling over this, back and forth and we keep coming to loggerheads at somebody nothing's going to get done so i guess i would implore people um because uh, i know there's a lot of elections going on around the country that uh you know do your research do your homework uh-huh. find out who you're uh you're putting in putting in office so um when we do when you do want the things change that everybody doesn't want the same change but we need change uh-huh. because if if things stay the same then you know the the vicious cycle of shooting thoughts and prayers rage nothing Mm -hmm. mass shooting it's just going to keep continuing it's going to continue continuing to happen and happen all over again and so um just keep that focus you know as you head to the polls you know coming into the next couple days or so Uh so um yeah that's that that's that's my say what's in the heart so you know Keep that there. So, um, uh, good week, everybody. Clap we'll it up. We'll be back. We'll be back on Monday too. Back, we'll same bad time, same bad chat. Irk and Jerk Podcast. We are out. Irk and Jerk Podcast. Podcast.